I wanna show you a framework that's gonna help you become a lot better on the phone. If you're taking discovery calls, sales calls, whatever you wanna call them, this nine step framework is gonna make a huge difference. Let me show you what it looks like, let's dive in. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Uriel Kim here from Healthpreneur. We help health practitioners and coaches get more clients and scale their businesses online, uh, specifically the coaching businesses. And a big piece of getting coaching clients is obviously enrolling clients. And if you're selling coaching, you should be selling coaching at a premium price, not $97, which means you got to speak to people on the phone because no one's buying a two, three, four, five thousand $5,000 package by hitting a buy now button on your website. Never going to happen, never will. So you need to understand, you need to master sales. It is the most important skill that you can learn. And the cool thing is that it's a skill, like riding a bike, that you can learn. Now, let me just first off start by saying, if you're a health expert who has an aversion to sales, I hope you enjoy the rest of your life not having the income and the life that you deserve or that you want, okay? Because that's the reality. If you are not willing to learn this, you will not have the outcomes that you want in life. It's really that simple. And I'm going to be blunt about it because selling is serving. And if you have a problem with sales, you got to check yourself. You got to do the internal work because no one's getting helped if you can't sell them. No one's getting helped by free information. If someone says they're in pain and you have a solution and you can't bridge that gap between you and them and get them to pay you money for them to for you to help them, that person suffers. That's selfish, okay? So selling is serving. It's not taking advantage of people. And I wanna show you a framework that we use with all of our clients that has helped them generate more than $100 million in their businesses over the past few years. And I think this can work for you as well. Now, before I even share this with you, you have to understand that selling, again, it's an event. It's not an event. It's a process. It's a journey. It's something you have to continue, continually work at every single day you got to train. You got to watch videos like this to get better. Uh, so, so you're like learning in the training. And the second thing is you need to actually practice. So you need to be role playing every single day. And if you're like, Yuri, man, I'm a chiropractor. I'm a health coach. You tell me I got to do role plays and sales calls. Yeah, dude, this is your business. This is your future. This is the number one skill. I'm not talking about like writing a stupid Facebook post. I'm talking about the number one skill you can ever acquire in life. It doesn't matter what business you're in. It doesn't matter if you're selling hot dogs at a baseball stadium. If you don't know how to sell, you cannot create the future you want. I know, like, I'm serious about this, guys, okay? So if you're not willing to commit to this, stop watching this video and go watch some fluffy cat videos on Facebook. I'm serious. If you are committed to getting better at sales, I'm going to show you this framework. And then, listen, if you want to go deeper, we do this every single day with our clients. You can just reach out to us and let us know. But you have to have to practice every single day it's a skill like playing tennis better like you don't you don't become roger federer by playing once right so anyways let me show you the the framework and uh, let's uh, let's dive into this okay so this is called the coach to close enrollment call framework the reason it's called coach to close is because it's a coaching conversation it's not a high pressure sales uh, tactic. It's about getting to the truth. It's about asking questions where you are able to help someone 
articulate what they're going through, understand that their situation probably needs to change, and then showing your solution as the best option for them, okay? So first and foremost, we have step one, okay? So there's really kind of two, there's two lines here. You have diagnose and prescribe. Now, I use those terms metaphorically. I'm not saying you're going to diagnose and prescribe medication over the phone, okay? I'm just using them metaphorically. You can never prescribe without first diagnosing. If you were to go to a medical doctor and they just gave you pills, you'd be like, what are you doing? I haven't even told you what the problem is. It's the same thing here. Do not sell anything to anyone unless you've established that they even need your help. So we have to diagnose what the situation is before we can even make a prescription. Prescription being introducing your solution. So step one is we set the agenda. Number, the first thing you gotta do in any call is you have to establish ownership and leadership of that conversation, okay? This is how it's gonna go. This is what we're gonna cover in the next 35, you know, 30, 45, 60 minutes. Here's the intention of the call at the end. I want you to tell me yes or no. I'd rather you didn't say anything to think about it. Cool? So anyways, there's a whole script for how to do that, okay? But anyways, number, the first thing is you have to set the agenda for the call. You can't just, you know, show up on the call and be like, hey, how's your day going? Cool, awesome. So uh, what's going on? You know, like that, that's a recipe for disaster. So that's the first thing is setting the agenda. Second piece is why now and why me? So this is establishing uh, a really simple question um, in the early part of the conversation where you're essentially saying, hey, uh, well, anyways, before we dive in, why are we speaking now? And why did you choose me? What's going on with your health that prompted you to book this call with me now and not six months from today or six months ago? The now piece is super important. If, if someone is not willing to take action now, they're never, you, there's nothing you can do, okay? The timing, there's a lot of factors in terms of what's gonna help someone make a decision. Timing is one of the most important. So if someone's thinking maybe later, you shouldn't have that call in the first place, right? And there's obviously a whole process for establishing how you can identify that before the call. But on the call, if, if they're like, well, I'm just kind of doing some research and I'm looking at getting started six months from now, great. Awesome. Why don't we do this? Instead of wasting our time here, let's rebook a couple months down the road when you're ready to get started. Cool? Done. End of conversation, 90 seconds in, you just save yourself an hour. So why now is huge, huge, huge. Why me? Why you? Well, this is going to help you or help them sell them on why you're why they're talking to you. Oh, I, really like this, I really like this webinar that you had. I saw this thing. I've been following your stuff for 10 years, whatever it is. Now they're starting to sell themselves on why you are the best option for them. That's key. Okay, so that's the second step. Third step is establishing wants. So establishing wants really means, okay, cool. Like, where do you want to be in 12 months from now, right? So if we're having this conversation a year from now, looking back, what would have to have happened for you to feel happy with your progress? Well, I want this, this, and this. Okay, cool. You want better health. What specifically does that look like? Well, I want to lose some weight. Great. How many pounds do you want to lose? Why is that important to you? What does that allow you to do that you can't do now? Who else benefits from you achieving that outcome? So you can tell here, I'll tell you one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is they ask a surface level question and they move on. One of the things that we train our clients in is understanding how to go six levels deep. Okay, so the question, like the question that I just gave you there, if we were to speak 12 months from now, looking back over those 12 months, what would have to have happened with your health to be happy with your progress? That's a surface level question, okay? What I mean by that is they're gonna give you an answer that's surface level. You need to be able to go six levels deep if needed to get to the real truth, 
right? And in some cases, people might start crying. Great, because now we're starting to connect to the emotional reason why they booked a call to you in the first place. No one is gonna take action from a place of logic. You need to get them emotionally invested in where they wanna be. That's the third step, okay? The fourth step is identifying the needs, okay? So what that means is we know where we wanna go or where they wanna go. Now we gotta come back to now and talk about like, dude, what's going on right now? Why are we speaking now? What's happening with your body, your health, your life? That just is, it sucks. Let's be honest about this. Well, I'm overweight. I understand that. Um, what What is that costing you? Well, I can't do this, this, or that. Great. How do you feel about that? Okay. Is that something you're committed to making a change around? Yeah. What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to change? What else is going on, right? Why is that an issue? Who else suffers because you're dealing with this? What is that preventing you from doing that you'd rather be doing? So what we're doing here is we're starting to stretch the gap. We're saying, here's where you want to go. Here's what you're dealing with right now. The current situation, this is key. What they're dealing with right now needs to be, in their mind, infinitely more expensive than the cost of working with you. If you have a three, so here's one of the biggest things. If you have a $3,000 coaching program and someone tells you at the end of the call that's too expensive or they can't afford it, there's a difference between the two. I can't afford it versus too expensive. It's too expensive means they don't see the value. I can't afford it can also be a bit of a bullshit excuse. They might have the money. They just don't want to spend it with you. But essentially what that means is your price is here. My perceived price or my perceived cost of my current situation is here. So I think that my situation is not that bad in addition to what I want to achieve in the future is really not that, it's not worth $3,000. People need to check themselves on that. And that's why most people don't change because they don't realize how shitty their situation is. Oh, life is okay. I'm 30 pounds overweight. No, you're fat. Let's be honest about it, okay? Um, you know, my business is doing okay. No, it's it's one month away from going bankrupt. You're living off $2,000 a month. How do you get up in the morning, right? Now, you don't have to be that blunt, but that's really what needs to happen for people to understand. You, you cannot be satisfied. You gotta hate your current situation. Otherwise, you will tolerate your current situation. So identifying needs is not about making people feel bad at all. It's about getting to a truthful conversation that helps them identify why their current situation is no longer acceptable because people will not change. And here's why. The fear or sorry, the pain of change must be less than the pain of their current situation. Their current situation must be so bad that they're willing to go through the pain of making the change. If it's not, they're not gonna do anything with you. And this is where you have to get really good about being honest with people and coaching them. That's why we call it coach to close, not high pressure sales. You have the duty as the expert, as the Sherpa who can guide them to the, to the, to the promised land, to get them out of their current situation, that means get them out of their head and help them recognize like, dude, your situation is pretty bad, right? There's a reason you booked this call. People don't just walk into a car dealership with zero intention of buying a car. Let's just be honest about the situation, okay? So these first four steps are absolutely critical. They are where the call is won or lost. We deal a lot with objections, right? You're gonna deal with objections too. 
need to think about it, spouse, too much money, blah, 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 blah. All of those are excuses that show up later in the call because the first part of the call is not done properly. If you can't establish value in not even what you're offering yet, if you can't establish value in the transformation, if the prospect doesn't see the value, like the must-haveness of their transformation, it doesn't matter what your how cool your program is later in the call, okay? You ha- this is very, very important. Issues downstream start upstream. So upstream is the first part of the call. So if you're dealing with objections, it's not like, how do I deal with, I can't, you know, I can't afford it. It's, it's here that we're talking about that needs to be addressed. Okay, step five, we call absolve past failures. So absolving past failures is really just like, hey, cool, like what else have you tried before? Oh, you tried this, you read a book and it didn't work? Huh, why do you think that might be? Or you tried another coaching program and that didn't work, so you're a little bit skeptical now because you know that this might be more of the same? Huh, well, did they offer you this, 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 or this? No, huh, interesting. Well, then it's not your fault. You just had the wrong approach. You had the wrong program. You had no accountability. So what we're doing here is we're saying, well, I mean, just between you and I, the reality is if you didn't get the results you want, it is your fault. Let's just be, you know, like, let's be honest. And there might be an opportunity in the conversation to, to bring that up. But the reality is like most people don't get the results they want because they're not on the right plan for them. And that plan might be, you know, the approach they're taking with their health or their, the objective they're after. Plus, there's like no accountability. Like in our case, one of the, the big things that separates Healthpreneur um, in terms of us being a training and coaching company, most people are like, yeah, when you join my program, you're like, you'll get one or two calls a month. We're like, dude, we have seven coaching calls a day. Good luck. Good luck competing with that. And the reason we offer that is because we understand that accountability and like on-demand support, like troubleshooting, et cetera, is vital to our client's success. So we can say, well, yeah, you did that other coaching program with that person. Like how many times a day were you able to get on a coaching call with them? And they're like, how many times a day? Yeah, like how many times a day? They're like, well, I don't know. I get like one call a week. And our response is, sorry, one call a week? Well, no wonder you didn't get the results. How are you supposed to get results when you have one call a week? You have an issue today. You have to wait seven days to get that resolved. It's not your fault. Like, that's just ridiculous, right? So what that does is it absolves the failure that they had because they just had the wrong program, structure, accountability around them. Now, we can always say, like, listen, like, hey, maybe you just didn't show up and do the work, but we'll save that for later, okay? So that's step five. Step six is a recap of the call. So, so far we're basically saying, okay, cool. So let's just give me, you know, let me just give you a quick recap. Um, you are here because X, Y, Z, you want to be here right now. You're dealing with this. Here are some issues that are standing in your way. Is that about right? They're like, yep. Awesome. Okay, cool. So that's a recap of the call. It helps them know that you're paying attention, which is very important. Um, and then we move into step seven, which is qualified. Now, obviously, I'm giving you a very abbreviated version of this. There's obviously very important nuances along the way. But for the sake of time, I mean, you know, there's only so much we can do, right? So step seven is now we start getting into the prescribe. Now we start getting into, okay, I, I have a, an assessment to the situation. I know what you're at, where you want to go. I know what's going on. Now, step seven down here is called qualify. I want you to think of this point 
as you being the custom border patrol guy at customs, like when you go into an airport or drive across the border, passport please, why are you coming in? Okay, this is your duty. This is the, this is the point of no return. You're gonna ask this person, uh, I would say about three things that are gonna help you determine if they're a good fit or not. So one of the first things we do with our clients is we help them identify and articulate their perfect client criteria. And their perfect client criteria is not like they have money. Like that's that's ridiculous. It's about going deeper and understanding the character traits, right? So as an example, um, you know, one of the perfect client criteria that we might have is do you believe in yourself to keep going even when things don't work out? Do you believe in yourself to such a degree that you will keep going when things don't work out? Person says no, thanks so much for your time, have a nice life gone. These three questions are essentially traits of your most successful clients and you're using them in the form of questions to qualify people. If they don't give you hell yeses on each of the three answers, I promise you, you better cancel. You better shut the call off because those three things, if they're like, well, kind of, nope, done. Sorry. Have a nice life. Well, sometimes, no, I don't, I'm not really getting a lot of confidence from that answer. These are so important because what's going to happen is let's say you enroll this client and they're giving you like these really wishy-washy answers. That is going to show up as a nightmare in your program. And this is how it shows up. They're a month in. They're like, well, I'm not getting the results I wanted or I'm a little bit afraid of making you know these changes or I can't come up with a second payment. All of the wishy, flaky people are flaky, okay? You have to look for these nuances and, and how they respond to stuff like this. You want to be working with people that are confident, that believe in themselves. Um, like, it doesn't matter what it is they're doing or what you're doing. If someone doesn't believe in themselves, I promise you, they will be crippled by fear. And fear is going to, like, it's the one thing that's going to stop everyone from anything they want in life. So this qualify piece is huge. It's the ability for you to ask questions, like three specific questions that are going to determine if they have the traits of a successful client that you want. And if by this point they're like, yes, 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 you're like, great. Considering that and considering what you've already told me, I have no doubts um, that I can make a huge difference in this particular aspect of your life. Now you've accepted them into across the border. Now at this point, you have to do whatever you possibly can for them to say yes to working with you. It is your duty and responsibility. Because remember, we've already diagnosed the situation. They've told us they meet the, like, the perfect client criteria pretty much. They've said hell yeses. Like It's like, yes, they know that this is probably a good fit for, for them. You know you can help them. So this is the point of no return. Now you get into the real like brass tacks. It's like you got to do whatever you can. Push, coach, be assertive. I'm not saying push in the sense of like making them do something they don't want to do. Making them do something they, want, they don't want to do is saying, um, I don't think I, I don't know if I can help you, but I really want to make money here. So let me sell you this. That's that's not what we're talking about here. We're saying this person knows that you can help them. You know you can help them. They've meet they meet all the criteria you're looking for. Now we're basically saying, cool. Well, where do you think we should go next? Uh, I don't know. Tell me about like how you how you can help me solve this or how does your program work? Awesome. Thanks so much. Let me let me tell you about that. And so then we go into the step eight here, which is prescribe. Uh, there's actually six steps in this step. 
about how you introduce your thing. Um, I'm not going to get into that here because, again, for the sake of time, but basically you're just showing them exactly how your thing works. Super important. Do not verbal diarrhea all over them here. This is the point of the call where you're probably going to do the most talking. You have to keep it tight and you have to get them involved. Yuri, is this making sense so far? Yeah, totally. Cool. What do you like about what I've shown you so far? I like this, this, and this. Awesome. You talk about another piece of your program, deliverable. You got to tie the deliverable into the benefit, the outcome that they want. You know, you saying, well, you get one coaching call a week. That's a feature. Who cares? So that, now we tie it into a benefit. You get one coaching call with me a week so that you're never stuck, you're never left alone, and you always know exactly what to do. And you're only one phone call away from getting the answers you want. And earlier you mentioned that was the biggest thing that held you back from achieving the goals with that other program you did. Can you see why this would be a little bit different and better in your situation? Yeah, awesome. Now that what we've done is we've tied the feature into the outcome that they're looking for and they can start to establish more value there. What you want to avoid here is saying, you get this, 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 you get this. And they're like, it's like getting fired with a machine gun. You got to take your time. You got to introduce one thing. Cool. Do you think this would help? Do you think this would help you? Yeah, I do. How so? They would explain. So now you're having a back and forth conversation around the deliverables in your program. Okay. So that's the step eight. And then finally is the close, right? So step nine is the close. The close is really simple. So you talk about your program. Um, What I'd recommend before getting into pricing is you ask the question, which is the following. On a scale of one to 10, uh, 10 being this is exactly what you've been looking for. One being is uh, you would never do this even if I paid for it. Where do you find yourself right now? And they're like, seven. Okay, what would make it a 10? Well, I need to know the price. Yeah, we're gonna get to the price in just a second, but I wanna make sure that I've I've dealt with the program itself and how it can help you and making sure that it's exactly what you've been looking for. If they're not sold on the program, you shouldn't even introduce the price because it doesn't matter what the price is, they don't see the value. So when you ask this zero to 10 or one out of 10 question, if they say nine or 10, awesome. If it's like seven or less, we got some issues to resolve. And then you can go back into the deliverables and talk about some stuff that needs some clarification. Then you get into the pricing, okay? So the close is essentially this. And the only thing we haven't talked about is timing the price. Uh, timing is really simple. We can get you started today. No need to wait. You want results now. Let's get you those results as soon as possible. Um, how the pricing works or how the investment works is we have option number one, which is a payment option. So you can do three payments of a thousand or you can pay in full today and save an extra 25%. So here's the question. Which of those options works best for you? Not, do you want to get signed up? Do you want to get started today? Uh, No, I don't. Uh, Okay. Which of those options works best for you? We're assuming the close here. We are assuming the close. Okay. So payment option or painful? Which one works best for you? Um, So here's what's going to happen. Let's do the painful. Awesome. Great. Uh, I'm ready. When you are, we can take MX Visa MasterCard. Boom. Calls done. I'd like to do the payment plan, but insert excuse, right? Insert objection, insert stall, insert whatever. Now you have to go down the pathway of dealing with that stuff, okay? So that's typically what's going to happen at this point. Person's going to say, payment option works best, but I really need to think about it. Okay, now we need to address that, right? And there's a whole way of, of dealing with this stuff. And, you know, you got to get good at that stuff, okay? So anyways, that is the 
the framework that we use called Coach to Close. And I know, hopefully I've done a good job of kind of like walking you through it. And again, it's really just the tip of the iceberg. Um, our coaching clients not only get access to our uh, normal uh, health business accelerator training and coaching and all that stuff, but we actually have an adjunct uh, program called Sales Mastery Academy that they get access to to help them train every single day. It's kind of like a, a sales university, if you will, or a sales academy to help them on every aspect of every piece of objection handles, how to deal with different things in different situations, what to do before the call, during the call, after the call, all that stuff, because selling is such an important piece of success. And the cool thing is that once you've learned it, you can then teach and then delegate to other people. Something I've done in my business, I don't do my sales calls anymore, but I did it for years, trained an amazing sales team, now they do their thing, and we all follow the same stuff, okay? So we practice what we preach, it's one of our core values, uh, I don't teach stuff that I haven't personally mastered. That's the way it goes here. Anyways, so that is the key to better enrollment calls, to getting better on the phone. Um, got some more great videos on sales. I'm actually gonna link up to one of them below this video. Watch that next. I'm gonna give you some more great nuggets on how to be more effective in your selling conversations. If you found this valuable, remember to subscribe to the channel. Thanks so much for your time today. Hope you found this good and I'll see you soon. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.